This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, What are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. Welcome back to the bar. Today, I'm interviewing another amazing dance studio owner, this time Jessica McLaughlin from TDC in New South Wales. This conversation was full of heart. I laughed, I teared up, I got goosebumps. It simply brought me so much joy. Speaking of joy, Jess's studio recently won the 2021 Dance Step Studio of the Year in the category of joy. If you're interested in how your assistant teachers can bring joy to your studio, check out the leading student education program, Dance Step, at www.dancestep.com.au. Now, let's chat with Jess at the bar. So, let's have a chat about um, how how we both got here. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, how, when, when did this become my life? And I bet you think the same thing. Um, so let's go back a bit and go, how did you come to be running TDC in Sydney? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> because you ask I, it too. <laughs> I, I swore. Yeah, I do. I look and I go, how did I end up here? And what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> happened <laughs> uh so I started dancing when I was three um uh, dance has been in my life my whole entire lifetime um my parents are even ballroom dancers like that's oh. how like involved in dance we are <laughs> yes um and I started teaching at the studio that I was at when I was 14 so I started teaching when I was 14 and I think I just I just loved it like I loved teaching and I loved choreographing and and so I've always consistently kind of taught I did try and do the whole you know go and work professionally and things like that but I just yeah I don't know I just didn't um I just didn't want to eat like two minute noodles for like a long time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> valid, valid. Um, so I actually went and worked at an Arthur Murray studio, um, mm-hmm. which is the studio that my parents danced at. And yeah. I learned all the admin. So I was yeah. just like, I want to come in and I want to learn how to manage the studio. And so Love basically it just did on the job training and uh, was there for quite a long time. And then I came to, I came to Sydney and what's funny is my mom always said like when I was like 18, 19, she's like, why don't you just open a dance studio? And I was like, absolutely not. 
shit. <laughs> I'm never having a, I'm never owning a dance studio. That's oh. crazy talk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mom's always right eventually. Oh, look, they, yeah, they tell you to take a jacket. You're like, no, it'll be fine. Then it pours with rain. They tell you to open a studio. You do. <laughs> So I came to Sydney on a holiday with mm. a friend of mine and uh, yeah, I just, I loved it so much. And then I end up staying. <laughs> um, and what happened was visa wise, like I only had a tourist, like working holiday visa. And so I went into the Arthur Murray studios in Sydney just to check it out and introduce myself because they're franchised. And so they're all yeah. kind of like run from, from the U S and yeah. And they hired me and sponsored oh, me. So I was like, okay, I'll stay here and do my job that I like doing back home. In this new and country. Yeah. 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 In a in the, a country halfway across the world <laughs> that oh. I came here for a holiday. <laughs> yeah. My mom was not impressed with me. No. As um, a mother, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. And then and then I don't know. I always kind I always taught on the side. Like I never yeah. stopped teaching. I always yeah. had a studio that I was teaching at. So I was teaching at a studio in, in mascot. Yeah. And um I think I just got tired of teaching everybody else how to run a studio yeah, and well, having to like yeah. to fit into this little the square that everybody wanted. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm like I can bring something like mm-hmm. I have, I'm from North America. I have a little bit different context of dance and yes. I, I can bring, I can bring something to Australia. And so then I started researching areas of where it would be good to have a dance studio and did a bunch of market research and things like that. Cause I special I uh, really love tap and mm-hmm. I found there's not a lot of studios that do a lot of tap here. So I kind of right. thought, well, let's, let's find an area. Yeah. Um, and then I, and then <laughs> Opened a studio. What? That's insane. And the the craziest part is I sponsored myself. My business sponsored me to stay and get my permanent residency in Australia. So like even my, I had a immigration lawyer and even he was like, he was so excited when it came through, like, because it was all on paper. Like the whole thing was just, I hadn't, I'd only started the studio. <laughs> and they you know, worked so hard. And when they came through, like he was the most excited. He was even more excited than me. I was like, that's I love insane. Um, so yeah, that's that's how it all that's started. I crazy. started in a yeah, in a church hall and then and how uh, long like, how years. long sorry that again? Eleven years. So this is oh our eleventh year. So next year we're going into our twelfth year. Yeah. Wow. Which wow, is wow. crazy. Yes. Because last year in 2020. I started handing out um, 10 year anniversary awards. That's mm-hmm. like our anniversary award. You have to do 10 years. And so last year was the first year I got to hand those out. And it's crazy. Like yes. this year, there's like five. And I look at these kids and they're like teenagers now. And they used to be teeny tiny, like baby ballet kids. And I was like, oh, makes me feel so old. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. My goodness. I have been to weddings of my students and they're having babies. And I was like, that needs to stop <laughs> yeah you are not old enough to be doing those kind of things I, I agree I've yeah kids like oh. tag me from what I used to teach in Canada 
Yes. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, getting married, having babies. I'm like, ah, oh, what? <laughs> just, it's crazy. But also wonderful. Like that's, we shouldn't, you know, we joke, um, mm. but it is also wonderful. So let's let's put this to you. If you weren't, if you did not go down that crazy path, what do you reckon you'd be doing if you weren't a DSO, a crazy DSO? I'd probably be an events manager. I yeah. think that was, I did run um, large events for Arthur Murray's when yeah, I was I there it. and competitions and I loved it. Like, I just love the, like the, la- I'm a very last minute person. I love the rush of the last minute. Oh, <laughs> really bad. Like I wish that wasn't my personality, but I just really love That's really working for- on that deadline. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, it gives you like a rush and then when like it's happening and it's all exciting and people, you know, are having a good time and yeah. Yeah, I like I like that. So I think that would You'd probably be, be that. that would probably be something. It would have to be something kind of still related to I don't yeah. know, the arts industry in some shape or form because For I just sure. have too much like too many ideas. Like I'm an ideas person. That's like my strength. I can come up with an idea or a solution very quickly for a million things. My staff yeah. I drive I drive my staff crazy. Oh, I, come in, I, go, one I of have you. an idea, you guys. And they're like, ah! <laughs> so there's this classic quote, Jess, you're going to love this, um, that and it, it makes me laugh every time I think of it. I said to Brian one day, oh, babe, I've had an idea. And he was like, he's normally so patient. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, well, don't feel like you have to share it. <laughs> and I was like, Ah, uh, maybe I've had a few too many ideas lately. I'm with you. Like, uh, maybe it's why we get along so well, aside from our wonderful sense of humour, of course. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I, there's no shortage of ideas. I'm not, I'm not great on always actioning them all, which is good because there's too many. But so with that, um, if you're the visionary, you know, you're the ideas person, and I can see that in you. Um, what role do you play in your studio? Do you have like action people that yeah. make these come to life or are you, yeah. What, what's your yeah. day-to-day so role? When I started, it was all me. Like, yeah. I did everything, like answer the emails, do the yeah. ads, yeah. do the inquiries, like do the bookings, like everything. I look back now and I was like, how in the world did I do that? Thank oh my God. I was younger yeah. because I would put me on the floor now if I have to do all those jobs. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I have a, I have a really awesome admin team. I have yeah. um, one staff member who is just like, oh, she's like, like gold star, amazing. And her brain works on the same level as mine. So I have an idea and she already knows how to like execute it and, oh. and, and do it. Love and it. yeah, like, and it's crazy. And I, I, she's finishing uni next year. So, and she's becoming a teacher. So I'm like, really scared about her leaving yeah because there's almost like like we don't even have to talk about it like I'm like yes. here's my idea and what I want to do and she's like yep okay great and then like two days later I come in and she's like okay I did this and this and this and I was like <gasps> yes <laughs> yes I need one of her that so I I oversee a lot I did yeah. um I did learn to delegate very well um and I really had to delegate when I went through um my cancer treatments because mm-hmm. I wasn't in the studio so that was that was an amazing process for me yes it, it was hard and it was terrifying and all the, all those feelings cool. but 
it also kind of made me realize that I had created, I had systems in the studio and I had created people who knew what they were doing. Yes. Um, and I, I didn't need to be in the studio. Like I would be in the studio all the time, all the yeah. time, all the time. Right. And yeah. so when it functioned without me there, yes, it was not the best way to learn that. Lesson. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but it was amazing to then go, wow, I like, I did that and I don't actually have to be there. And my studio runs and the kids get lessons and I don't have like 500 like angry parent emails. Mm -hmm. So it was really, it was really great because then I, because then I really had to look at my life and say, okay, Mm. well, obviously there was way too much stress. So what, what do we have to do moving forward? So I did delegate a lot. Um, I will delegate probably more within the, within the next year. I still love like, having the the creative overview of the studio so like I still I get the like yes you can use that costume yes you can use that song like I still have a a vision that I want people to to work within um all my staff my teachers are awesome like I love them to death they really breathe the whole all of our our values and they understand what what we want at TDC yeah and so yeah I just um I have one staff member who just like, she just cleans out the inbox. Like that's her favorite thing to do. And I love her for it because I hate email. Like I, like if someone today was announced that there would be no more emails ever, I would be like, I would party for a week. And we were so excited. Like we were so excited when email was invented. We were like, you can attach documents. I don't give a shit either. I don't want your document. (laughs) I don't even want your email. Um, so yeah, so then I just get the important ones, which is great. Good. Um, and then just deal that. I teach one day a week. Perfect. Um, so I still I still do a little bit of teaching because I do I do love teaching, but I am I have also recognized this year, and I don't know if it's because of the pandemic, but yeah. I'm like I don't want to. I I only want to teach very select classes from mm-hmm. now on in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've been teaching for thirty years, so now is my time. I'm I'm cutting it off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like it's exciting to get to that as well. Like I've, I've taught everything, all the ages, all the styles. Uh, I've taught tap, which is hilarious because I really don't know how to tap. Um, but it was like five-year-olds. So I learned, like I learned and then I taught it and then I learned and I taught it. But you, you do get to that point where you're like, I have got great teachers. We do not need to be here doing this. Um and it's exciting to, I think you have to evolve in this role. Like I think you have to, if you're doing exactly the same thing you were doing 12 years ago, well, then that that would be a little bit uns, unsettling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, mm. I don't want to be teaching, yeah, all of the, you know, 30 classes a week. That's no. Not, my no, body's you're... not like that either. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? And that's actually part of why I stopped teaching as regularly because I was just always sore. <laughs> like teaching recover teaching recover just always saw so yeah no I'm I'm with you there so on that like on that kind of journey you know you started off doing all of the things you've had um cancer then the pandemic like that three-year period has been shall we say intense (laughs) uh I'm sure you could use Um, other words yeah I could like oh man talk about resilience holy mm. man I've te- I've tested it in tested three it. years um 
yeah, like this year, this year, especially like the last, the last couple months, I've almost, I've just been like, wow, like maybe I need to just walk away. Like maybe this needs to happen. And then something amazing happens in the studio. And then you're like, oh, darn it. I love God damn it. it. <laughs> I think it was this- really like really nice family atmosphere, like yeah. kindness and respect. They're like two of our like really important values. Um, and we just like, it just live, it's just in the studio, like, mm-hmm. and you see the older kids and they'll be waiting for a class and they're chatting up the little kids, asking them how their day was <sighs> in school and your heart just goes, Oh God, it's so cute. And I have you to know? keep doing this. <laughs> and then you're like, what, like, what, they're going to be so sad if I close the studio. <laughs> I mean, Those one moments. day the is going to get closed. I'm not going to do this for my whole entire <laughs> lifetime. Um, no, no, no. We've all got an exit plan, but um, those moments I think are sent. Those little, little—I call them like, like um, what? Oh, now I can't. Glimmers, glimmers. Yeah. I was like, what's my special name for them? Glimmers, because they're like between all the dirty rocks, and you know, you're like Ugh, trudging through the whatever, yeah. and then there's just this little glimmer of light, and it's sent to you, and you're like, oh shit, I do like. Yes, okay, I do like this. But it's okay also to be completely tired, you know, to be there and be like, oh, questioning, I think is what I'm trying to say. It's okay to question. Yeah. I I said to my, yeah, I said to my mom, because I'm going home to visit my family that I haven't seen in Canada in three years. And I said to her the other day, I said, I I need real downtime. Mm -hmm. Like I need to not be worried about my business and thinking how, how many ways can I pivot to like get yeah. a little bit more income how what can we do online like yeah. what just your your brain is just constant yeah and even though we sat at home for months on end nah it's not rest like it's not you know and figuring that out and realizing that I just have not had downtime in nah. like three years yeah it's like okay I just need to walk away for a few weeks and then I'll be I'll be oh, better. <laughs> that's right. You you do right now. I like don't care, and I'm like, you wear whatever you want to class. You oh. want to wear a ponytail? You wear a ponytail. You don't want to wear shoes? Don't wear shoes. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm a, I am a little bit with you at the moment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there is this idea. It's of it's called a sabbatical. You know, where leaders um, in churches um, take take some time off where they go. Uh, well, you know, historically they'd go up a mountain or something. <laughs> Maybe you might. I mean, I don't know if you're going to go up a mountain. But that that idea is just to completely disconnect and we're so connected now. And, yes, you are at home, but you are at home running a business, which is not ideal, along with a whole lot of other people listening. And um, we are coming up to this big, big break. And my hope is for everybody to give themselves permission to do exactly as what you're you're saying you need is just to reconnect with yourself <laughs> yep. and disconnect from everything else. Yeah. And I think I, I think everybody everybody needs to do it. I personally think that like you look at people and like I talk to you know parents in the studio and I've I've said to them, I said it it feels like everyone is just in this fog and we're all just trying to get to Christmas like mm-hmm. we're all just trying to survive until we get to that break yeah and I think because we recognize that the break is not a lockdown break it's actually going to be like a real break yeah and I really think that 
especially all of us studio owners who have survived these pandemics, because there are a lot who didn't. Uh One, like, be so proud of yourself because holy man, was it hard. It was hard, hard work. And, and shut off, just Mm -hmm. walk away. Don't post on your studio page, like, like literally take a real break because Mm -hmm. I think everybody just, we just need that quality downtime. Cause when you're, when you're leading and you have to be the person that comes up with all the answers and you have to be the one that is calm and collected when you're telling everybody all of the bad news, it's, Mm -hmm. it's hard. Like it's, it's emotionally hard. It's, you know, it's a lot of stress to take on. It is. I don't want to do it again. If there's another pandemic, I'm just shutting my studio. I've already decided. Yeah. 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 I think there's a whole lot of people right there with you Um, because, you know, resilience is one thing. Being gritty is another. But, like, just, like, that knock after knock, it does wear you down. And also at some point you have to go, how hard is this meant to be? Like, I tell you what, in my diary from this year, which is, inconveniently on my other desk right now because <laughs> I can't reach it. Um, it has this poem. It's quite a famous poem. It's about, like, don't quit. I'm going to see if I can reach it. Hold on, without, like, bumping everything. Oh, everybody stay with me. Look, I can do it. Okay. That seriously wasn't as hard as I was making out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, oh, right. Edgar, a guest, don't quit. I'm not going to read it because it's quite famous, but it's like when things go wrong and they sometimes will. And then like the last two lines, and it's this is a like pep you up. This is in the resilience diary. So it's like, don't quit. I'll get there. So stick to the fight when your hardest hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. And, you know, I have a little bit of a problem with that, Jess, because I have this theory that maybe sometimes you should quit. And I get the sentiment of the poem. And in previous years, I've read it and I've been like, yeah, let's do this. It's like when Shania Twain, like, you know, like, let's go, girls. Boom. And I'm like, yeah. 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 And you're like, you're like, watch out. (laughs) Going to get Stacey, producer Stacey to end with that song, I reckon. But now I read it and I'm like, "Mm, but maybe quitting is not. Like it's almost like quitting would be failure, but it's not. Sometimes quitting is success. You just have to weigh it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. You have. Yeah. You have. There's things that you have to. You have to quit. Like you can't. You can't do all the things. Mm-mm. And some things are not successful. Like if you're doing something and you're just putting a whole bunch of effort into it and there's no payback, well, <laughs> you need to quit that because it's just not going to be beneficial for you. So otherwise, so I understand stupid. the sentiment of that of that mm. thing. And and yes, it. You shouldn't be quitting everything all the time. You do have to do the hard yards. I tell the yes. kids in the studio that all the time. I'm like, life is not easy. No. Like, you got to work. <laughs> That's right. And so then, yeah, like on the flip side, you know, without being too judgmental about today's kids, uh, of which we all have views, God bless them, of, of which three I have raised, you know, they're very quick to quit when things are a little bit bumpy. And mum... And dad will come in and help them quit when things were a little bit bumpy, you know. Um, so, like, I'm all for resilience and keeping on going, but I think particularly as maturing adults, uh, which you and I are, we're mature, so I'm, I'm hoping to mature soon. <laughs> as maturing adults, like, we have to be self-aware enough to go, this is no longer serving me. 
And if it's no longer serving me, I can no longer serve others. And so that's okay to tie a bow on this time in my life. I will always have that. Um, Yeah, because I I tell you why, because I've grappled with this, you know, the last couple of years, like, do I still want my dance studio? I don't know. And the answer at the moment is yes, but I've also come to peace with the fact that just because I dreamt it from a young age, that that doesn't have to be my whole life story. And so I think this kind of little riff that we've had here might be quite helpful to people asking the same questions. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, everybody just needs to, you have to do what's best for you in the end. Hmm. Like we, we, as studio owners, I think we tend to give a lot. We're, we're <laughs> givers and we, and we love dance. Like you don't own a studio if you don't love dancing. Like, no. it's like <laughs> I don't think it's possible. No. It would drive you crazy. Um, so we're just so passionate about it. And I think that passion sometimes carry us, carries us through hmm parts where maybe we should make different decisions because mm. we just want it so bad right we want yes. it so bad and so we we let that passion carry us and then and then you know later down the road we're like oh we should have just really let go of that so yeah. I think um and I mean it is a lesson that you do learn as you progress through your business and as you age as well like I'm way more I, I can say no way easier now than than when I did when I was younger and I first opened my studio. Mm. Um, so, oh my yeah, goodness. let's just yeah. catch you on that because um, it's November. See, all of November. I've, <laughs> I've been like, you can say no. Um, we are passionate. We are we want we want the best for everyone. We do need to get better at saying no, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not some, I mean, I think what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you say no to a parent? Somewhat they might not like, like me. They might not like it and they might leave. But yes. you know what? There is like how many kids, like yeah. just go online and research how many kids are in your area of your studio, like how many school kids are in your area where your studio is. Oh, I don't like, I think that kind of like helps your brain process. If that one parent leaves, then and if they're not going to respect you as the business owner, you're going to have a problem with that person all the time. I love like this. I literally like tell people to leave my studio every single year. Say, <laughs> you don't need to re-register. Yeah. You can, find, you can find another studio <laughs> or that class is currently full. No, I usually tell them. I usually say, yeah. I think our time is done and you probably yeah. need to find a studio that suits your values a little bit more because we're just butting heads a lot and, yeah. and I'm not going to change what, is in my studio. Yeah. We, we've had similar conversations and, and based it around the fact that we don't want to let them down. You know, we feel like all of this year or all of this 12 years or whatever, we are not meeting your expectations and we don't want that for you. Yeah. Um, that, like you say, next breath, but we're also not going to change. So we don't want you to be unhappy and we feel like you are. Um, you're also a PIA. No. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so much conflict. And so, you know, I reckon, you know, based on our conversations in the past, that this studio might suit you better. And and yeah, and I think it's about that abundance mindset, which I talk about a lot, you know, in coaching calls and things, is just going exactly what you've touched on. There are so many kids. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, what's the worst that can happen? You say no, you hold your boundary, the child leaves, 
guess what? You're making room. This whole idea of abundance is, you know, you're making room for your ideal student, your ideal family. And yeah. when we get there, my goodness, life is better. So on that, because we've kind of gone into the icky, there's a few icky sides of <laughs> DSO life. It's not all glitters and a few sequins. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now remember, we're we don't have all day. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be your least favourite? Like if you were like, oh, just, you know, warning. If so, somebody was like, I'm going to open a dance studio, you're like, okay, that's fabulous. You're going to have a wonderful life, but you just need to be aware of, yeah, so I think my first thing, I think the go-to nowadays, I would be, I would say to that person, you need to understand that no one is going to read any of the information you give them. <laughs> and you need to be okay with that. And you need to have a person who is happy to answer the same question 500 times. Yes. Yes. Because like, I just, we are in the land of information overload. Yeah. And I mean, there are some schools in our area and they literally, it's like parents get like 20 or 30 emails a week just from their school. Oh, yes. Now, if you Stupid. have four kids, that is like over 100 emails a week you're getting yeah. from school that you have to read. Yes. So I'd like, uh, you know, and before I used to get angry, I'm like, hi, oh, they're not reading it. I don't know why they're not reading it. You know, and then once I started talking to some parents and because I'm trying to figure out what's the best way for us to give you the, the information um, and yet they're just overwhelmed. And I, especially people from our generation who are we never grew up with the technology. So we're not mm. used to processing that much information. Mm. It's it's hard. Like and I mean, that's why I hate my inbox. <laughs> Me too. That's why we're getting right in there. <laughs> Don't so say three emails. That's the worst because I, we like being, I like being organized for our parents so mm -hmm. that I'm very upfront with dates and requirements yes. and things like that so that they know right from the get go, what the require, what the commitment is. Yeah. And, um, and then when they, when they don't read it or they don't, you know, I mean, I had one mom one year and she was, it was like week of our concert and she, her kids had a class on a Monday and she was like, is there some kind of show or something that's happening? Like she came home with a costume and I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I hope you're free on Sunday because yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, God, everybody is laughing along with you right now going, yes. Um, as you know, I'm a mom of three and I feel like I need a personal assistant, like just for my mum life admin like it's just it is a lot um and I'm just really lucky that my kids dance and don't do too much other stuff because then I'm like and even then I'm like oh what are we what time are you kids meant to be there like I took my kid to a concert without her costume <laughs> um yeah but you know it is it is a lot and I think because of uh email particularly people have become lazy communicators so unlike you and this is where the schools really need to have a look at private enterprise and see how they could do things better. Um, they don't have to be organised because they're like, oh, we'll just send an email. Oh, we'll just send an email. We'll just send an email. Whereas when it was in, you know, like the fortnightly newsletter, which is what I grew up with, piece of paper that you'd take home, um, you know, people would have to submit that and and have some kind of forward planning and thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess for us as DSOs, we need to go like a we a we that business, are we sending too many emails? Um yeah. 
and maybe we are, maybe we're not. I, you know, we. I think my studio could do better at that as well. But we're like you; we we have everything all out up front. It's just just not getting frustrated, like you say. Yeah. Just it's annoying, but it's reality. Smile and wave. <laughs> yeah, I mean we. Yeah, and I mean I really like we used to send a monthly newsletter and blah 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 yeah. and all of that. And I was like, oh, this is just a waste of our time. Nobody's reading it. No one yeah. like it's not important. Like. I just, so we got rid of that. Um, I try and only send emails when absolutely necessary. Like I really, we don't send a lot of like big no. gigantic emails. No. Um, we, we do websites like yes. Google sites for like important stuff so that we can, we can just have links Keep to like the information yeah, yeah. that people really need. And then anything that's super important, we put on like a neon colored piece of paper and it goes home with the child and we hand it to them at the doorway. And yeah. if their parent is there, I hand it to the parent, like old yeah. school 1980s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there was nothing wrong with old school 1980s. Nope. I am <laughs> not going to, you will not diss them. No, we, we are a child of that era. Um, so that that that's kind of the frustration. What's the joy? What what brings you joy? Because I, I want you to know that when I think of you, I think of joy. Um, I think it spills out of you. I love your laugh. I love that you laugh at my jokes. Like I just, this comes out of you. So what brings you joy? Oh, in the studio, I think it's just, I think it's just seeing the, like, my, when I grew up, my studio was literally my second home. Like yeah. I loved being in the dance studio. It's like where all my like real friends were. Um, and I just loved being in the studio and like getting sweaty and like, you know, <laughs> finally getting that like, you know, five pirouettes or getting that, yes. you know, like finally achieving that thing and um, having that outlet. And I just think when I see that in my studio, like some of our kids, they're like, they love each other so much. Like yes. they support each other to absolutely no end. And I just like, oh, that is just my fate. Like I just go, yes, this is why I have the studio. Yeah. All of those problems I have to deal with, but this is the real reason why, because these kids are going to look back in when they're adults and go, oh, I'm so glad I had the dance studio and they're still going to be friends with their dance friends. And yeah. um, I just, you know, and they're the people who are going to take their kids to the the ballet and they're the ones who are going to buy the tickets for, you know, the next generation of dancers that are coming up and we're going to keep that art circle happening mm -hmm. away. And I just, like, I, I just love it so much. And I mean, we have your student teacher program and I student taught when I was a kid um, we didn't have a program. It was just Not me, what you me did either. In the <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always wanted to have it in my studio. So I love that there's like that you created a program for the kids to actually like follow. Makes our lives as studio owners much easier because we have less work to do. And our dance steppers like they like they like it is a race to see who can get in first for dance step. And I love year. that. Like I send out the forms and everybody's like, ah, madly, I want this class, this class, and yeah, they. Yeah. Um, they love it. And then, and then the studio is so interconnected, like mm -hmm. the little kids talk to the big kids and there's not a lot of like separation. And I think I like that the best. I think mm. that is like the joy. It's just, mm. you know, a fun place. We are serious, but we also have fun and we like cracking jokes and yes. I love scaring people. That's like one of my favorite things. So I try and scare everybody constantly all the time. Uh, <laughs> 
I'll remember that if I visit. <laughs> Check behind the door. Um, but yeah, and we um, we just really, I want each child to be celebrated for themselves, not yeah. for oh, you got your leg up to your ear. That's fantastic. It's mm. like oh my gosh, you like you like you know you did that thing and it was amazing because I know mm. it was really hard for you. So um, yeah, I think I just. With, and everybody loves supporting everybody like they know when the other kids are working hard to get stuff and then they get it and everybody like is excited for them and, oh, isn't that yeah yeah it's yeah. so good like I, that just makes my heart melt they're, like, oh, they're the glimmers aren't they all of those little moments and you go yeah okay this is this is my why um yeah. and one of your dance steppers and I've met your dance steppers online because you know COVID life um they oh, are they didn't say anything by the way but, I was like so embarrassed just so you know like, they were gorgeous they were a little bit you can talk to her or struck weren't they <laughs> you can talk to her she likes talking trust me um <laughs> but Jazzy one of your dance steppers took out the joy award as well which was gorgeous and um yeah when we were chatting together it was because she well she did a great submission her video oh um, do you know, can I let you in on a secret and everybody? Uh, I have struggled so much <laughs> with giving out those awards because the video submissions were fantastic. All of them were fantastic. So I enlisted the help of my mum, <laughs> whose background is in dance and education and is, a you know, like kind of a little bit more impartial. And she was watching Jazzy. She was watching all of the Joy ones. And then Jazzy came on and she was like, that one. Right, she listened, she goes, that one. And I was like, well, that's what I was thinking too. So her video just oh, oozed joy. But she's kind of gone above and beyond. You know, she's she made, it was sticker charts, wasn't it? I've got that yeah, right. So yeah, so we, um, so, I mean, this is this is how much these kids love student teaching. Like they, um, they all, when we were in lockdown and we went online, all of the student teachers kept coming to their classes online. <laughs> Less. Right. And so we were like, okay, well, let's use this opportunity. And so we would give them projects. We'd be like, yep. okay, you have to come up with an idea for class next week of, of something, a game to play, or mm. you have to teach uh, this exercise to them online. So they were getting that we, it kind of allowed us to give them more ex exposure to something yeah. um, that I mean, they do do in the studio to a certain degree, but it kind of gave us a little bit more freedom because Absolutely. we were we were online and we had lots of time and no ideas like we hate it um, and more ideas because man, yeah. we were fresh out of ideas. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so she in in the studio, all of our junior classes, which are like the five to seven year olds they have sticker charts. So uh, we have sticker rewards. So if you behave in class and you try your hardest, then you get a sticker at the end. And once you get 10 stickers, then you get to pick a prize out of the prize box, which is full of my favorite Kmart treasures. Of course. <laughs> which they love. And um, when we were online, we didn't have, we didn't have the sticker charts and we weren't really doing the, the stickers because, it, you know, like how, how? It was just, we were just like, is one, one thing we don't need to do. We'll play a game or something like that. Um, and Jazzy turned, <laughs> Jazzy turned up to her class one day and she had, she loves arts and crafts. It's like one of her side hobbies that she loves. She had made sticker charts for her class and she had put all of the stickers on for like the previous weeks that they were online. So when they came to class online, she had put a sticker 
Mm-hmm. And um, and she presented it in class and said, I have I have a sticker chart for everybody and I'll put the stickers on and and then you can get your prizes when you get to the studio. Like, and no, like we didn't ask her to do it. It was like nothing. Like she thought of the idea. It's yeah. her first year as a dance stepper. Yeah. She's been dying to do it for like years. They have to be 10 to do dance. Yeah, that's right. She's studio. she's a young dance stepper. Yeah. yeah. And she was just like, saw the opportunity and just had the initiative to do it, which I think is amazing. Like, I think initiative is one of the most Mm. important things um, to learn and to have because it makes you such an invaluable employee. Like my employees who have initiative, oh, I just like, I love when I come in and there's stuff that is like, I knew that needed to be done and it's done. And I was like, yes. I am with you. I, (laughs) nothing shits me more than telling people what to do when it to me it's so obvious like people think I like telling people what to do I don't I'm not at all interested in telling people what to do but if you know if there's obvious things that need doing why like hello so yeah I am with you my the employees that take initiative like sit to the right hand of God with me I'm like whoa you are angels because yeah. that's that's what you're after. So God bless Jazzy too, and she's got her Dance Stepper of the Year Award in the Joy category, and I'm super proud of her. And because of that, she's won uh, it for your studio as well. If we were to find your studio, where would we go on the Instagram? What's your handle? On the Instagram, it's at yeah. TDC yeah. Dance, and yeah. then OZ for Oz. Uh-huh. <laughs> TDC Dance Oz. Excellent. Excellent. So people should go and check you out. Thank you. I just, I have loved this. You've given me goosebumps. You've made me a little bit teary. We've laughed. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks for asking me. It was very fun. My (laughs) pleasure. And you know, I think that you're like the funniest human on earth. (laughs) That's why I like you so much. (laughs) Thanks, Jess. Wasn't that just the best? Oh, I adore Jess and I miss catching up with her and all of you at real life conferences. Hopefully we will be back to that soon enough. This episode was proudly brought to you by Dance Step, the leading done for you student teacher education program for dance studios. It's not too late to implement a program for 2022. Dance Step is plug in and play. So if you want to get underway easily and effortlessly, check out the website dancestep.com.au and request an information pack via the contact page. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes, or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders, and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at the bar. been listening to another Morgan Media production. 